right, I got my longtime friend James McCurdy here with some really exciting news, a fun announcement he's been sitting on for a while. Uh, man, I am so excited to talk today. With that said, thank you for coming on the show. We're doing this on Wednesday evening, the weekend, the week before Boston Marathon weekend, which has to be, I'm assuming, one of, if not the busiest weeks of the year for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, we're so excited about Boston. Uh, Coach Sidney DeVore, uh, Philemon Andy is in the, uh, both of them are in the pro field. Uh, Coach Hedonite Peck is going back for her fifth title. And, um, and we have some, something around, right around 225 or so athletes that are registered, uh, for the race this year. So it's, it's going to be a stacked, <laughs> a stacked Monday, a stacked weekend. We got to shake it on a, a Sunday morning. Um, but I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to roll. And I'm really, really excited for, for what's in store for our people. So does that mean it's roughly 25? I know a couple of maybe a year ago, you guys eclipsed the thousand athlete threshold. Does that mean like roughly 25% of the McCurdy trained athletes are running Boston? Yeah, just about, um, I guess. Well, we had a lot of folks that could register, but decided to run other races, mm. right? Like I yeah, actually have double the amount of athletes in grandma's than I do in Boston that are far beyond the Boston qualifier. Um, but they've chosen for themselves to run grandma's instead of, instead of Boston. So we have a lot of Boston qualifiers, a lot of first timers, a lot of first timers, which I love, uh, over the last year and a half to two years, uh, just helping people get to what I would classify. And I've said a, a few times on the podcast over the years, every man's Olympics. Right. This is the event that that the the every man, quote unquote, everybody wants to do. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun to help athletes get there. Yeah, I, I do love the fact that you have to qualify for the race. And it's a well-known qualifying standard. I think it's good that not all marathons you have to qualify for. Right. I think there's yeah. you know, I think, I think having a diversity of experiences and ways to get into races is important. But I think it is nice having, you know, a high profile, high profile race like this that does have this well-known qualifying system um, that, that does separate it from other races. And I think that that makes it special in a way. And again, I know some people aren't huge fans of that and that's fine. They have their opinions, but I, I do like the fact that, you know, there can be high profile races that have different logistical concerns and ways of getting in and that make them different from other races. And I think that's, that, that is a nice thing. That is honestly a perfect segue into what we're about to talk about. Let's do it. All yeah. right. What are we talking about, James? Well, we are so excited. Uh, I know you said we've been teasing it, but I, I've been blatantly sharing it. <laughs> we are we're so excited to announce the the Backlines McCurdy Micro. It's uh, an OTQ and faster specific event uh, in the marathon uh, on October fourteenth, twenty twenty three, at Rockland Lake State Park, uh, which is dubbed one of the fastest, if not the fastest, marathon course in the country. Um, so we're really, really, really excited about this opportunity. Uh, we we know we know there's a lot of races out there that could potentially be good qualifiers for for athletes, but um, you know sometimes, oftentimes the, the support really isn't there. And you know, we I, I said this on Instagram the other day when 2020 came around, when we were leading into 2020, 
uh, for the Olympic trials, when we were celebrating uh, our neighbors, our friends, our local running heroes, our teammates, the, the people we, we cheer on, on on social media that we don't even know, when they got to their, their OTQ for the 2020 trials, there was like this this amazing buzz going around the country. And um, and when when we when we had the trials in Atlanta, man, it, it was five people deep. Yeah, it would just just trying to walk around during the race was almost impossible. There were so many people that showed up for this event. But then when the race ended, we were all inspired. And then, of course, the plague happens. Uh, and then uh, a year and a half, two years later, they announced the, the 24, 2024 Olympic trial standards. And it was like the announcement of the, the standards let all the air out of the room. Especially and for the women's side. The men's side wasn't much different. Yeah. And and we, it, it was almost like it was no more of, of a question of can I can I do this um, or or people thinking oh maybe I have a shot maybe this pipe dream could could exist it was almost like I don't know if I could even try and that that seemed to be more of the sentiment over the last few years like I, I I'm never going to be that fast but what we've seen. Right now, there's almost 120 women around the country, uh, over 120 men around the country that have qualified for the Olympic trials. What we have seen are remarkable stories, not just athletes who, who were always this good. We've seen athletes that were 320, 330, 350 in the marathon now qualified for the Olympic trials. Our own coach and athlete, Ari, uh, she she qualified at CIM with a 2.35. She was like a 3.57 marathoner when she first started 10 years ago, 11 years ago, right? Like the, this pipe dream that people have for themselves, just because the standard got harder doesn't mean that that pipe dream needs to go away. Doesn't mean that that the breath is is left your body and it's no longer possible. So we wanted to create this, this OTQ marathon for the on-the-cusp Athletes, the, the the athletes that are that are really close to this level, uh, to to give them a, a real chance, a chance that they wouldn't get in Chicago outside of a, a potentially a free entry or or American Development Program type of entry, um, where they wouldn't get bottle support, where they wouldn't get the chance to get on the line and have a full elite level experience to give them the best opportunity they have to qualify for the 2024 trials. So that's that was the intent behind this event initially, uh, is to provide that for as many athletes as possible that, that think they, you know, I want to give this a shot and I want to give everything I can to this, to this dream. And I want to get on the line for 2024, but you know, Chicago's full and they're not going to give me a chance or you know, this race is great, but they, they only have two or three bottles uh, or this race is, is really great, but it's the last possible opportunity. And I, I might want to try a little sooner or I don't have the money to go to Europe. You know, we want to provide something here based in the United States. That's a time trial event to help as many athletes as we possibly can get get to the Olympic trials. All right, I'm going to ask a series of questions that I yeah. already know the answer to because I knew the answers already, and we've already had this conversation before. But I want to ask them because I know people listening are probably thinking them uh, right now as they're listening to this. I guess the first thing is there may be some confusion for 
non-sub-elite runners or borderline elite runners who haven't had the opportunity to be like near misses on bottle service or potentially getting bottle service, but maybe not getting it, right? People like myself, right? Like I don't have to worry about that sort of thing when I enter a marathon, right? That's just yeah. not, that's not part of my game plan. So when you say these people don't don't get the that kind of support, don't get the bottle service, even though they are objectively very fast people what is the kind of the cutoff that you see for receiving bottle support or not receiving it or the shades of gray on that spectrum yeah so i think for every major race well number one when when we say bottle support uh in the in the world majors uh boston at a professional level like this this coming weekend uh, boston marathon is going to provide an opportunity for their professional level athletes an opportunity to have a, a personalized bottle of nutrition every 5K, right? That's a really big advantage over those athletes who don't get it, right? So everybody, every athlete in the elite field, male and female, is going to get an opportunity for bottle placement every 5K, which essentially means an athlete, male and female, is going to have the opportunity to take in about 100, 110 calories every 5K. Now, that might sound like a lot for the regular runner um, uh, in Boston or just in general, but consider that Yulip Kipchoge is going to take in around 900 calories in his marathon in right around an hour and 55 minutes or so. He's going to need a bottle every 5K to get in around that, those 900 calories, right? So at a professional level, bottle support is very, very important to give the athlete the best opportunity for success in the marathon. Right. And these sub-elite runners or borderline elite runners, the people who are targeting 237 um, or, you know, the, 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 the two teens for, for, for the men, what about this marathon is different? You're the, the, the backline McCurdy micro different than like, say, if they wanted to say, all right, I'm going to do Chicago, right? It's the same time. I can't, I have to choose one or the other, right? There's other races in and around that time all across the United States. Middle of October is like prime time marathon season. So what about this race from a, I guess we can talk about all of, all of the, the aspects that you are providing, but just from a fueling perspective, because it does play such a key part. In yes, it does. It does. Um, you know, a race like Chicago, uh, they're not going to have the resources, oddly enough, or the volunteer level, oddly enough, to provide a 240 female marathoner trying to get the 237 bottle support every every uh, 8K, or sorry, every 5K. Um, they're not going to be able to provide a 221 mar- male marathoner, 219 male marathoner, uh, the opportunity for bottles. They'll give them an entry, more than likely, or they'll give them a spot in the ADP field, but they're going to be self-supported, and that can limit how many calories you can take in. Uh, so in our race, that aspect, um, having the opportunity for bottle support, th- this course that we've chosen, we've run a few marathons on, Trials of Miles have hosted many successful races on this course. Um, and when you say this recently, is Rockland, New York, we mentioned it was in Rockland, but that is Rockland, Rockland, New York, which is very Lake close Park. to New York City. Yeah, it's, it's in Valley Cottage or Congress, New York, uh, but Rockland Lake State Park. And it's where Roberta Groner just ran the the 45 to 49 uh, half marathon American record. Like she ran 71-28. I mean, this is a lightning fast course, right? This is a no joke. This is where you go to run fast. Um, 
So what we're going to do is we're going to give a bottle every lap to every single participant in, in the race. And that, that in and of itself is an amazing opportunity for a male 224, 223 marathoner looking to run sub 218 or a female 243 trying to get that opportunity to run 236, 59 when they likely won't get that chance at other marathons. Let's talk about the timing of it. You mentioned it's October 14th. I think this is an interesting time, um, not only just if you're in New England area, in the Northeast, that is the prime time from a weather perspective. I remember, you know, even choosing my own marathons. That's always the time I'm looking around, like the Cape yeah. Cod Marathon, the Hartford yeah. Marathon. They're all around that time, and it's like really the best time uh, in the Northeast to choose one of these races. But what about that time, besides weather-related, might fit in other people's schedules if they're in the situation where, hey, like, I want to have more than just one bite of the apple here. Yeah, yeah. So we, we wanted something uh, five, six weeks in front of CIM. We know that CIM is the OTQ factory. We know the type of services that they provide. They run an amazing, amazing race. Uh, but we also know that it's, it's the last possible chance to qualify for the OTQ. And we wanted to be able to give athletes another opportunity leading into that. Uh, we also know that Chicago weather isn't always that good. Uh, Indianapolis weather, if you looked at last, this past year, isn't really that good. Yeah, Monumental uh, was always. tough last year, boy. It Holy cow. Hard. Um, we Berlin can sometimes be a, be a crapshoot with weather. So we wanted to choose a race that was centrali centralized into the middle of the fall season to give those athletes an opportunity to run uh, their OTQ, uh, but also... If something were to go wrong or something were to happen or they got sick, it still, still gives them an opportunity to run another race after hours. It's not the last chance. It's just another really, really good opportunity. And and what Coach Heather Knight Peck and I are doing, because uh, she's co-directing co this race with uh, with me uh, and in conjunction with our, our partners, we are we believe that we're going to provide the best opportunity to get that OTQ for for those athletes. You're well known as someone who has like one of, if not the biggest coaching service in the country. You also have elite athletes that not only are coaches, but they run you know, for you and, and with you. So who is this open for exactly? Yeah, so we, we don't want to have an event that is just, quote unquote, for McCurdy trained athletes. That's, that's not the point of this at all. We want as many athletes as possible, not just from our competition, quote unquote, right? Like the, the, the roots running groups or NAZ or, or Hanson. We want to invite as many people as we possibly can and including international athletes, if they want to come down and take a stab at their times for their international standards as well. So we don't just have the OTQ. We have, uh, Pacers, uh, set up for, uh, the Olympic standards on both the men and the women's side as well. So it's not just for the OTQ. We do have the Olympic standards set up for this race as well. But anyone who qualifies by the standards that we've set up inside of the window that we set up, anybody who qualifies is eligible for this race. And the window for, for qualification is January 1st, 2021 to August 1st, 2023. So even if somebody hasn't hit our qualification standard in the half marathon uh, or the 10K or the marathon itself, yet they have every opportunity to hit those times anytime between now and August 1st, and they are more than welcome to come on board into our race. All right. So what are the qualification times? Yeah. So the, the men's side, we, we chose to, to kind of go back into why we chose the times. Uh, when we hosted 
the McCurdy Micro in 2021, and we hosted it here at Rockland Lake State Park, there was a, a, a gentleman uh, by the name of Alexander Burks that ran, and his PR at the time was like 223 mid or 223 high. It was a really, really good race. And he crossed the finish tape, the finish line, and 216.51. He took a huge chunk of time off his marathon on this course. And we wanted to set up a race with that opportunity in mind. If if he had applied for another race, he might not have even got a, a chance to get a free entry, let alone bottle support. But he was very clearly ready to run the race that he ran. And, and he did it. Um, so our race is designed with those types of athletes in mind. On the men's side, it's going to be two hours and 25 minutes. And on the women's side, two hours and 45 minutes. That's the minimum standard on the marathon. For the half marathon, it's going to be 108.30 on the men's side and 118 on the women's side. Or equal time, as determined by Coach Heather Peck and myself, for a shorter distance like a 10K or a 15K or a 10 mile. So pretty, I would say it's, it's a pretty generous window that, you, that you've created in terms oh, of absolutely. from a qualifying time perspective. Absolutely. I mean, we, we know like if we get this window short, I mean, there are plenty of women out there that have had babies uh, uh, after setting a, a lifetime PR in, in the marathon or in the half marathon. We want to give them an opportunity, right? They yeah. deserve a chance. But there are plenty of people that that have a great run in 2021, but then, you know, maybe life happened for them uh, over the last six months or nine months. By choosing a window that's that, that's this length, it's still provable fitness, it's still relevant to, to who they are right now. It's not something that's four or five or six years ago. It's something that is relevant to who they are right now. Uh, but it gives it does give them that chance, that the opportunity to get on the line and get every aspect of support that we can possibly have. The bottle support is one thing, but we're also going to have a tangent line. Now, this is a three, essentially a three-mile looped course. We are going to have a full course tangent line that loops around the entirety uh, of of the of the course, so all they have to do is run on the line. I don't care what your GPS says. If you run this line, you're running exactly that marathon distance. Speaking of running exactly the marathon distance, let's talk about the certification process. Not only yes. um, for you know basically basically all of the standards that you're you're talking about in terms of reading, reaching not only from the Olympic Trials Committee, but you're talking about World Athletics as well with the Olympic yes. standard. So. Talk to me about the certification process, how you went about that, and you know, basically easing people's mind that this is if they're going to do this, that is going to stand. Yeah, yeah. So we're already a USATF certified course, and we're already sanctioned, right? So we already have that process. We're also going to be adding in a 10K for the masses, not just for the elite runners, but we have a, a USATF uh, sanction and pending certification on the 10K course as well, uh, also measured by the same. Uh, certifier. So when it comes to the OTQ, the course is legit. There's no issues there. When it comes to the world athletic certification, when it comes to the Olympic standard, there are very specific uh, uh, certification protocols you have to follow. It needs to be a, a world athletics A or B certifier. Uh, it needs to be inside of a shorter window. It needs to go through a much more rigorous uh, certification process. But our certifier meets all of that criteria. Uh, so our race, once we get approval from World Athletics, which it is in processing, 
will be a world, uh, an Olympic standard and a world athletic certified course as well. So essentially, uh, it can count for national records. It can count for the Olympic standards. It could, it could possibly count for a world championship time if it were inside of that window as well. Right. And just to clarify, the, the pending part is for the world athletic side, which has no bearing yes. on the USATF side. Zero bearing at all. It's it's full and clear for the OTQ. We are literally just wa- awaiting the documentation from World Athletics. That's it. That's all we need. Everything else is good. We're just waiting for the documentation to process, and we are good to go. And I know that because Jim Gerwick is the guy that did it, and he, I mean, he he's the guy. He's one, He's the guy that measured the uh, the, the the cherry blossom ten mile, and and we meet all the criteria inside of World Athletics. There's not an issue there at all. We're literally just waiting for the documentation. Um, so that, that means it, it opens it up for Canada, Mexico, for, for Ireland, for England, for, for my athletes that live in Africa that are going to be coming over for this race. It opens up the opportunity for them as well. Absolutely. Now, um, a lot of people who are in the know or just have recollections of marathons past may be thinking, wow, this sounds a lot like the Marathon Project. And, you know, I can see in a lot of ways, whether it's the looped course or, you know, everything about this, you know, has shades of that in it. Um, one thing when I when I think back to the Marathon Project, and obviously it was a different time. That was with the height of COVID. That was why the whole thing was created in the first place yeah. was as awesome as it was, and we had some unbelievable racing that day, it was also barren. There was no one out there. It was just yeah. the runners on, like, basically um, on, on, like, this open course with no spectators whatsoever. Um, there's going to be people there. You mentioned Atlanta was so – part of the reason it was so special was that it was five deep around the whole course. Yeah. So what's the, what is potential fan support, and what's it open for from a fan support perspective if people do want to either root on friends or family or they're just – fans of the sport that want to witness something that's pretty cool. Yeah, so the, there's plenty of parking to manage all of that, right? Our athletes are going to have opportunity to stay at hotels that are pretty localized to the area, but there's plenty of parking. This is a state park. There's plenty of parking to manage uh, as many people as, as needs be. I think it's like $10 for parking for the day for all spectators, all participants. It's not a, it's not a big deal at all. But being that it's a, a looped course, I mean, one of the things that was so special about what Heather, uh, Coach Heather Peck did in our McCurdy Micros prior uh, in 2021 was a looped course like this allows for family and friends to be everywhere all over the course. I mean, you could have, you can have people stationed every mile or so, right? Where they're just cheering for you, cheering your name. You're never far away. You're never, never more than, than 18 minutes away from the next person, you know, if not a lot less than that. Right. So this, the nature of this course allows for that. What, what was great about the marathon project was it fulfilled a need for the time that we had when there was nothing going on. They exactly. were absolutely restricted by location. I mean, one of the reasons why they were allowed to host it, it, it was on the reservation. It wasn't on uh, Arizona government property. It was on the reservation. Mm-hmm. So they had special right. permission under different rules and regulations during the COVID, at the height of COVID. Uh, so that was that played a role into where they could host it. Uh, because I think at the time, uh, Arizona wasn't even allowing gatherings of 100 or more people. Right. So the reservation allowed that to take place uh, because of their own rules and regulations. Um, and we want we want to create a, a, an atmosphere that is similar in respect, but 
with our, the nature of our standards alone, we want it to be a, a bit more inclusive. We want to give people that chance. It's not, well, you're a 215 marathon or maybe we can get you in because of the limitations that the marathon project had, right? And, and rightfully so. They, they had limits on how many people could register. We don't. As many as as qualify for this race, they're allowed to come on in. So we want to bring, we want to be as inclusive and inviting as possible. So spectators, family, friends, teammates, uh, folks who want to, who don't know anybody, just want to come in and watch the race and then run their own 10K. This is meant to be as open and, and as inclusive as possible. Hey folks, let's talk about Vacation Races. Vacation Races is a running and travel company that helps people explore and enjoy the most scenic places on earth. It's just a remarkable company and a big thing that they are promoting are their global adventures. So they just announced their full calendar for 2024. Currently, they offer 11 different global destinations from Alaska, Costa Rica, Croatia, Ecuador, Iceland, Ireland, Japan, New Zealand, Patagonia, Portugal, and a select and a secret destination. So I guess we'll find out about that later. These are unbelievable week-long adventures that do it's just amazing things. So in, not only are you going to be doing the running and the hiking and all that's associated with vacation races, but the meals and the hotels, they're all accounted for. for the, most, most of the meals and the drinks are all accounted for. The hotels are accounted for. You get a ton of swag. You get the beach hoodie. You get the race shirt, the medal, the Global Ventures trucker hat, um, some VR luggage tags. You got a bunch of stuff as well. All you need to do sit back, relax, and book your flight. And it's really an incredible, incredible uh, company that if you are interested in doing some adventuring, that you, you can't do better than this place. It really is a remarkable thing. If you're interested in doing one of their global adventures, just go to vacationraces.com and use code RAMBLING200 to save $200 off your global adventures trip. Now, just so, just a heads up, this does not work for any events that are sold out. Also, it's for the global adventures, not their half marathons, ultra marathons, or trail fests. Okay, so that's RAMBLING200 for a $200 off a global adventure. However, if you do want to do the ultra or the half that aren't sold out and you want to save some money on that, you can use code RAMBLING15. Say 15% on any half or ultra marathon that is not currently sold out. So you have two different choices. Again, the half or the ultra for RAMBLING15 or the global adventure for $200 off by using code RAMBLING200. All of this is in the show notes. Go check them out today. Hey, folks. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and I have the perfect gift for you. So... Whether you have a mom, whether you have a mother-in-law, maybe your mom, maybe there's another mom in your life that you want to get a present for. How about the gift of sleep, rest, and recovery? That is right. Lagoon Pillows is the place to be for that. Absolutely the go-to move for me when it comes to sleeping. I love their pillows so darn much. And let me tell you, the mom in your life, again, whether it's you your mother, your mother-in-law, or just a good friend that you want to support is going to love a Lagoon Pillows. Now, Go to lagoonsleep.com forward slash rambling to take an internet quiz. Maybe you'll see what kind of pillow is the best fit for you or someone you love. Or you can just go straight to the website and buy the pillow that you think is going to work best for the person in your life who needs it the most. And maybe that person is you. And if you use code rambling, you'll save 15% on your order. This is a pillow that has a five-year guarantee. It is absolutely phenomenal. I am not joking. This pillow is the real deal, and the people in your life 
are certainly going to agree. Again, that's lagoonsleep.com forward slash rambling for the online quiz to see which pillow works best for you. And you can use code rambling at checkout to save 15% today. Now, men and women start at the same time. We are looking into the possibility. It's not a definite, but I saw a tweet uh, last week uh, that Fast Women retweeted. And I think it's a valid point um, that oftentimes in races of this nature, the women will get put behind, right? And their chip time will be so far off the gun time and the gun time is what the national records are going to be for, right? So oh, if we have enough women are, are going to be looking at national records or if that is something that is going to be a, a possibility, we are absolutely going to investigate to make sure it's feasible to have a separate women start, even with male pacers. We want to make sure that we follow the rules and regulations, that we understand all of that. So that's not a guarantee, but we want to make sure that we are paying attention to that detail to allow for the possibility for national records or age group records um, for that to take place uh, and not not have them have their record be, suffer by 10 or 15 seconds because there's so many men in front of them that are going that are gunning for their OTQ, right? So if, right. if and, and, are, and by definition, if someone's breaking a record, no one smashes records, right? It's no. always by a couple seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's rare, right? It's rare to smash, right? So especially at this stage of the game, everyone's gotten right. so much faster. So we want to give every opportunity we can. So that is one thing that we are going to look at. We are going to pay attention to, and we're going to be cognizant of, and we're going to provide the best opportunity we can to ensure that male or female, that they have the opportunities that they deserve. Now, we're talking about this race, and rightfully so, as a time trial of sorts, right? Yeah. The, the goal here is the times, and, and understandably so, that is literally the genesis of this entire endeavor. With that said, it is also a race, right? There is a prize purse involved. Yeah, there is. There is a prize purse. Um, before we get into the prize purse, let's talk about the time trial for a second. Okay. The, the reason why... We we want to use this time trial. You know, we we use this. I mean, you, you're a coach with us. We use a service called VDOT, and we can generally dial in at any level what an athlete's able to run. Right? We know exactly what they're able to do. So we're when we're setting up an athlete for a race, whether it's four hours or three hours thirty or three 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 flat or two thirty, we can generally set them up for a race with conditions being uh, known within a minute or two of what it is we think is reasonable based on their training, based on their feedback, based on what fitness is being shown. Um, so this race has that in mind, right? We know what it is we're, we're trying to accomplish. We know what it is we're, we're, we're trying to, to do for the, for the event. We're, we're not trying to, to race as many people as possible to run sub 210. We're trying to run a very specific time. We're going to have designated pacers. We're going to have designated concepts of effort. If an athlete chooses to run a little bit faster, that would be on them. But our pacers are going to be set up to run a very, very specific time. And the reason I want to talk about that is because that sets up the prize purse. This is not a race to win. This is a race to run your time. And the reason we, because of that, is the reason why we set up the prize purse the way we did. 
We didn't want an athlete who gets the OTQ, who finishes 15th or 30th to walk away feeling like, yeah, I got the OTQ, but I, I didn't get anything else. We want to have a shared prize purse. So any athlete, international or not, that meets their standard is going to have a shared prize purse of the $10,000. We could have four people. We could have 100. We could have 200. We're going to split that prize purse evenly amongst all the athletes to have a massive celebration of the entirety of the accomplishment. I love that. The, lo the local pubs, watch out for the celebration party coming your way after this race. <laughs> we got that idea. Um, CIM did it, actually, this past year. Anybody who got the, uh, got the OTQ, here's, a, here's, a, here's a, a shared prize purse, and they'll divvy it up. I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful for the athletes. Uh, it's not an original of ours. I think it's, it's just something that is going to be that's, very particular. That's nice. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That, that, is, that is a great idea. Um, I don't want to be a bummer, but I do have to ask, um, just from like a drug testing perspective, right? This is this has all the sanctioning that you talked about related yeah. to the course and being a qualified for USATF and down the line from World Athletics. How does drug testing play a part in this event at all? So we're not going to be able to have drug testing at our event. Uh, that, that's a cost that we can incur. But one thing we can do and one thing I'm very, very rigid on Heather Peck is on board with me, uh, as well as our, our partners with Backline, V.O2, Elliptigo, and The Feed. Um, we're all on, on the same page. We're not allowing anybody, any athlete that's ever served a ban under any federation or WADA or whatever, if you served any type of ban, you're not allowed to participate in this race. We're just not having it. And I don't care if that ban was three months. I don't care if it was six months. If you served a ban in your life in this sport, you're not allowed at this race. So that's how we're going to combat that. Gotcha. All right. Thanks for letting me know about that. Um, you mentioned the, the four sponsors. Yeah. That's great. Kudos to you for getting sponsorship for this, for the, for the, for the micro. Uh, this is great. I mean, we're, we're really, are. we're blessed. We've been working with backline as a, as a, as a team, as a service for about two years. We love their messaging. We love the, the ideas, the inclusivity. We love the concepts that they've provided. Uh, they've worked with us on logo design for our new gear. Uh, they've worked with us on elite level fabricing, which uh, for, for our new singlets, it's, it's, uh, there's nothing on the market. That One of my athletes just got his delivery, Jerry Holmes. He, he loves the thing. He texted it to me immediately. It's, it, it's so light. I mean, I think they bought out the manufacturer in Italy uh, to get all the fabric. Um, but, I mean, they, they, they've done remarkable work. The team there, Matt, Molly, and Rob, they're, they're wonderful people to work with. And when we approached them about sponsoring this, they wanted to make sure that it was going to make sense for them, of course, right? But the, the idea behind what it is we've created and what they do, it, it just it blends so well. So we, we are so lucky to have them and honored to have them as a title sponsor. Uh, it's a huge, huge aspect uh, to what is going to help make this event so successful. Uh, we have V.02 on board as well. This is an, a service I've been blessed to be a, a part of using as an athlete, as a coach since 2000, really 2013, uh, before it was VDOT, uh, before it was an app, um, as a coaching service. I, I just believe so much in what it is they're doing. And again, that everybody deserves a chance to have individualized coaching, individualized concept, individualized pacing specific to them. It really does fit in line with everything about what it is we're trying to accomplish. It's not just us. It's it's trying to serve as many 
athletes around the world as we possibly can. Of course, the OTQ is the biggest piece, but it's not just the OTQ. It's, it's really about service to, to the very best that we have that can come. Uh, the feed has been a great partner uh, with us in helping our athletes save money. We know how expensive it is to train, to buy the nutrition for recovery tools, and they're offering 15% off for every purchase for, for all the participating marathoners uh, in the program as well, which is a tremendous benefit. You know, the nutrition can be, can be costly enough, so for them to offer that is a wonderful blessing. And then we have Elliptigo. You know, Elliptigo, the recovery tool, the bike, the the actual elliptical go, the 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 8C is what I have. I've been using it for years. I mean, I don't know of too many teams out there that hasn't taken advantage of the elliptigo service, what they have to offer for recovery and, and for therapeutic needs. I know it's helped me a lot with my own foot issues. I mean, I was running on a broken foot for so many years. It, it, it definitely alleviated the pressure for me to be able to, to continue to train uh, through through surgical repair and recovery. But even my athletes that, that need, um, you know, maybe they got a calf cramp or maybe there's just something a little bit off and we don't necessarily want to take an entire week off. The Elliptigo is a fantastic tool. I know Molly Seidel uses it, Colleen Quigley, uh, Emily Infeld, you know, some of the best, uh, uh, Alephine Taliamuk, uh, some of the best runners in the world, in the country, certainly use this product. And it, we're so thankful that they wanted to be a part of our our program as well. So we're going to be actually be riding uh, on course with the Elliptigo, which I can't wait. You to better be not crash into a runner, James. This would be the, the worst sponsorship in history if you know, crash into one of the runners on that thing. We'll, we'll be we'll be incredibly safe. It's gonna <laughs> I'm just be, It's going to be a lot of fun. Jeff Karen's a great guy. Um, he's going to be on course with me, and we're going to have a lot of fun out there. Yeah, and he's he is a legend, a legend in the in the game yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I think the, the one thing we haven't mentioned, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, you certainly can add whatever you want to at the end is. Where can people register and when does the registration open? I know you talked about when the registration ends, but when does the registration yep. date open for people who want to get involved? Uh, so we're, we're looking at opening registration on the 20th and 21st, Wednesday or Thursday of, of, of April, right after Boston. Um, we were going to launch it a little sooner, but we actually, we, we ended up finding some partnerships uh, a little bit later and uh, it changed the game for, for website design and all that kind of stuff. And we wanted to make sure we did the right thing and make sure we have all of our ducks in a row. Um, so that's going to be uh, set to, to open either the 20th or the 21st of April, right after Boston. We're really excited for that. They can go... We're going to be sharing the link on social media. We're going to be sharing it on Twitter. We're going to be sharing it on Instagram. And, of course, it's going to be right on our website as well. So that's McCurdyTrained.com. We'll also have the link in the show notes as well, of course. James, this is great news. I can't wait. I don't, I, I got to be honest. I don't think I'm going to be fit enough to qualify in the window. But I'll definitely <laughs> be there in person to watch. Not too far from where, yeah. where I'm located. This is fantastic. Is there anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted to mention? Yeah, I mean... In general, you know, this this event, it means something more than just helping fast people run fast times. You know, when we when we finished in, in 2020, we were inspired. We were inspired by our friends and our neighbors and our teammates. We were inspired by what we saw out there. We were inspired that our the people that we care about so much gave up so much of themselves to pursue something so wonderful. And again, when when the when the standards were announced, it was almost like everything just kind of faded. You know, we were in this COVID chaos, and now the standards are that much faster. And how am I supposed to qualify? And 
We want to breathe life back into this pipe dream. And that's what this is about. It's not about McCurdy trained. It's not about helping one or two. It's about helping as many as we can. So if you are interested in it, reach out. If you got questions, shoot me an email at james at mccurdytrain.com. Be happy to answer. If you have friends or family or teammates or uh, people you think are interested in this, share this with them. Let them know. This is a grassroots concept, and we want to serve as many as we can to get on that line in Orlando in 2024. Right. And just to reiterate a point, you said you have the, the half marathon and the marathon qualifying, but also you mentioned like there may be people who have either atypical distances or yes. other circumstances going on. They should email you as well. I'm thinking like, you know, maybe someone who has a really good like, like cherry blossom 10 mile time. Right. Absolutely. Would be a good example of yeah. that. Right. Or yeah. maybe so it's a college very... runner who like is a banging 10K time. And they're like, hey, yeah. I want to give this a try. Right. Or something like that. Or even like a trail and ultra runner who's like, hey, I just did X, Y, Z. I'm obviously a, a super talented athlete. I just don't have the half marathon time. All yeah. these are examples um, of people who could just shoot you an email and maybe get uh, an invite to this as well. Yeah. And our standard on the on the, the, the shorter distance times, our standard is going to be the, the V dot conversion. Right. If you run X in the 10K or the 10 mile or the 15K, if you run X in that verified distance, um, then it's, it, it, it will, we'll use the VDOT conversion for that. If it equals this half marathon or if it equals this marathon time for our typical standard, then yeah, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome in. One thing, there is a caveat to all of this. We aren't accepting downhill performances that are greater than negative 3.3 meters per thousand. And the reason why we aren't going to accept a downhill performance greater than that is because that is the new and the official Olympic trial standard, right? So okay. if somebody ran a Revel marathon and ran it in 235, it's not going to qualify for our race. Mm -hmm. right? They ran a really fast half marathon that is greater than the allowable elevation loss to qualify for the trials. It's not going to be a qualifier for our event. Okay. Great, great little uh, asterisk there. Thanks for sharing that as well. This is very exciting. I'm so glad that, that McCurdy Trained as a group is doing this and that you are spearheading the effort. Thank you so much for coming on the show and explaining this. Um, this is going to be really fun. I can't wait to do a preview episode uh, before and then a, and a recap after the fact because this is certainly going to be a very, very exciting thing. So, James, thanks for coming on the show again, my man. Uh, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it, dude.